have Guitar Will Travel, presented by Vintage Guitar Magazine, with your host, me, James Patrick Regan, otherwise known as Jimmy from the Deadlies. And today I'm speaking with J.J. Wild and her guitarist, J.D. Smigelski. They played the Bottle Rock Festival in the fall, and this is an interview prior to that show. In our conversation, we cover J.J.'s tour schedule with the Glorious Sons. It has now been postponed until June due to COVID. We talk about growing up in and playing around Kitchener, Ontario, and being the youngest of her siblings, and listening to her father and siblings' classic rock music and her mom's folk music. We talk about early bar gigs and where to play in the middle of Canada. We talk about how JJ and JD connected and how JD ended up playing guitar for her in her band. We talk about how JD started playing guitar and JJ talks about working with Danish producer Frederick Fay. We talk about JD's early influences. His preferences are lefties like himself. We talk gear, both backline gear and the gear they have at home. We talk about their connection with Gibson. We talk about how she chose her band and how they travel from gig to gig. And we talk about JJ's new album that she's working on producing it by herself. You can find out more about JJ Wild at jjwild.com. That's J-J-W-I-L-D-E.com. And she's also prolific on the socials. Please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's JJ and JD. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm with... JJ Wild. Yes. And JD Mild. No. <laughs> ah, very good. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> is your last name Mild? No. no what's your last name? My last name is Smigelski, so Jimmy we'll, Danza. We'll take with yeah. <laughs> Jimmy wait. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, 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 well illegitimate. Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of kids, no. <laughs> We saw you guys on the the, the VIP stage here and, and the Jam Seller stage, and you were awesome, absolutely awesome. Thank you, appreciate it. it. Is I should ask, is this your first show this year? It is the second one. So the first one we did, I I've been out in LA for the past like uh, six weeks doing a writing trip, and I got uh, to fly back to Canada for one night okay. to do a show at the Alma Combo, which is a in, in Canada it's a very historic venue, which was amazing. It was a private show, so the crowd was a bit smaller, but uh-huh. it was still the first show in... In what city? Almost two years, in Toronto. Oh, in Toronto, okay. And so this is the first time being on, like, a big stage, that whole vibe. I haven't done that in over two years. And after today, you continue, or...? Yes, so after today, um, we're flying out. We, we go back on Monday. Uh-huh. We've got two days at home. Then we fly out to Newfoundland in uh, Canada to, do, to open for Billy Talent. And oh, then, uh, October, once October hits, we're basically on the road to the end of March. So we're doing across America uh-huh. from the beginning of October to the end of November. Uh-huh. Then we're doing That's our first... Far. He- it's going to be so fun. <laughs> and, then, and then the first headlining tour in Europe um, is in December. Oh, wow. And then January is a stadium tour across Canada. Wow. So it's going to be like a fucking year, man. <laughs> it's wow. going to be good. <laughs> uh, stadium, you're headlining the stadium tour? No, opening for the Glorious Sons. Okay. They're okay. Canadian as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing band, great yeah. guys. And the tour the tour in October going across Canada? Record and, Company. Oh, with the Record Company? Yeah. Are they from Canada? No, I think they're from the States, LA, right? LA. Yeah. 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 I interviewed them before. I can't remember the guy's name, the guitar yeah. player's name, but I interviewed them before. What kind of venues are you playing? What's that, what cap? So that one I think is a bit smaller, but it'd be like 500 to 1,000 cap. And is, that, then... is that what you're used to or is, are you used to more than that? Both. Okay. To be honest, I mean, uh, I've, I've 
pre-pandemic, we were touring quite a bit, and it would be anywhere from like 200 to like 4,000 uh-huh. kind of thing. So it was very different depending on the tour. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, it'll just kind of be the same thing. It's like we do those rooms, and then we do the bigger rooms, and, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And so you're from Canada, obviously. Are you from Toronto? I'm from Kitchener, so it's about an hour away from Toronto. Okay. Small town. We're both from there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only and leave a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When we need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, when did you start singing? I mean, I've been singing since I was a kid. I think... These are the stock questions that I have yeah, to ask. Right. Just so people get, get understand who you are. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... I started singing... I started writing, like, poetry... And I didn't really know they were songs yet because I couldn't play an instrument. But that was, I started that at like eight. Uh-huh. And then I started playing guitar at like 15. My brother taught me how to play guitar. And that's when I started like taking all the things that I would be scribbling in my book. And I was like, oh shit, I can actually like put music to it and create something else. And that was a whole different experience. So sure. it's been a, yeah. Were you listening to your brother's a, music? Oh, hell yeah. And what was he listening my to? My older brother was my inspiration as well as my dad and my mom. And my, like, my older siblings, I'm the youngest. Okay. So I had all of their kind of tastes when I was developing my own. So mm-hmm. my brother and my dad had very similar tastes. And it was classic rock. It was okay. like Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin. But also my dad had like Elvis Costello, Depeche Mode, like that kind of no thing. No Bachman Turner Overdrive? No. <laughs> and then and then my mom was what like... What do you mean no? I mean... How can you dismiss that right out of the gate? He's Canadians. He's too I close. know. I know. It's it's too close. He, well, my dad's from England, so that explains oh, okay. that. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. He came, he came to Canada when he was 18. Okay. Um, so I had a lot of like British influence as well. Um, and then my mom was like full on like... Bob Dylan, Paul Simon, Simon Garfunkel, Bruce Springsteen, like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, so that that kind of shaped what it was, Janis Joplin, like all of that. And then when I was able to develop my own taste in music, I went completely the other way and went like full folk. Okay. And I just, I loved folk music. Uh-huh. And then, you know, in high school, I listened to like pop, R&B, rap, rock, everything, classical. Sure. Me and my dad would go for Sunday drives and just like blast classical music. And I would hate it uh-huh. until I got to a certain age and then I loved it. Okay. <laughs> cool. So there's there's always been a very eclectic, um, yeah, very eclectic sense of music. Uh-huh. Never one thing. Okay. Ever. <laughs> and when did you start singing in bands? Or did you start? Did you did you learn guitar before you started singing in bands? Or um, it was about the same time. Like I was fifteen when my brother I'm gonna get started. To you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I was about fifteen when my brother started teaching me, and I think sixteen was my first open mic. Uh-huh. I started open mics until I was old enough to get into bars, and then I started playing bar gigs at eighteen. And by then, yourself? Yep. You and acoustic guitar? Yep. And then I was in a folk band from like 20 to 24. We like just like Kingston Trio and kind of. It was well, actually, it was a bit more. It was like seven people. Oh um, wow! And it was it was fun. We we were never signed or anything, but we we got in a van and we toured Canada countless times. Really. And then I did solo again, just me and an acoustic guitar playing bar gigs and shit. We played a couple <laughs> before all of this, um, and then it and then it became what it was. But it's been a long road of. Where do you play, like, in between, like, the middle of Saskatchewan and the middle of, like... Uh... Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Like, holy shit. <laughs> but they're, like, eight-hour drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very good. And how did you guys meet? JD and, and So we met JJ. when we were 12. Um, <laughs> he was my first official boyfriend. Uh-oh. <laughs> Meaning we held hands once when we were in grade 7. Oh, yeah. She had a Pink Floyd shirt. I was just like, oh, man, I have to ask you out. <laughs> so, we've, yeah, we've been best friends since we were 12. Like Now she's my boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny because we, I mean, we met when we were 12. And then you went to a different high school. You went, and I was in Grand. Yeah. But we always kind of stayed connected through music. Like, it was like, I don't know, it was just always kind of a thing where we, we stayed friends, and you were playing a gig, and maybe we would play a gig, and it was just kind of that thing. Just and then on. when I was looking for a guitar player, I remember, he, he actually plays bass, and then, but and he's left-handed, too. No and kidding. I was like, yeah, and I was like, no, but I remember how good of a guitar player you are. And he's like, well, okay, but, you know, that's not really what I do. And I was like, could you just give it a try? And he's fucking sick. <laughs> like, he's so good. I haven't touched the bass in months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you pay him more if he was the bass player? Um... <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Have you been a bass player? <laughs> Usually they make yeah, more, the more money. Yeah, but the bass player gets all the girls, so you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Bass player gets all the chicks. You're fine. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. And JD, when did you start playing guitar? Uh, I started by, I was around nine, and uh, it, was, it was really cool. Uh, Kitchener has... Uh, really huge blues scene so I mean I, I don't know if you know Mel Brown is and he, he played a lot with Steve Ray Vaughan he actually like taught okay. him a couple lessons so he ended up uh, going up to Kitchener and like living there for the rest of his life so there was this huge scene around him with a blues festival a lot of men in fedoras too much harmonica sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah oh yeah at the strat <laughs> hat exactly <laughs> But um, so this whole like group of people around there is just uh, that we all got kind of taught by the same teacher, kind of brought us up with a you know more of a improv like improvisation was just like you know make make four notes sing you know oh, just, yeah. yeah and yep. so that was our kind of scene growing up yeah and you were playing in bands in high school and yeah and uh but what we do we always end up there's open mic nights but like blues open mic nights so it's like come up play your two Bobby songs O'Brien. Bobby O'Brien yeah. yeah exactly and then there's a couple others scattered around and uh like the boathouse was a huge influence I think for a lot of mm. local guys and I mean like even bands like the Sheepdogs would come through and like, yeah. and, like they're up and coming sure. no one knew who they were but yeah. it's like open up for a local band yeah, right? yeah. so it was yeah. kind of cool having that scene until it kind of shut down which was a you know oh, yeah. as I feel like a lot of things are in a really weird transition period yeah. right sure yeah. did you guys recorded together I mean, did I don't think we? we've ever recorded together. Maybe we've done some live recording. We've together. done a lot, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think we've ever actually recorded together. So the, the, your song that's the number one hit on. So so yeah, so my album and and the previous basically everything I've done so far has been myself and my producer Frederick Bay. Okay. He's a, a fucking legend. Uh, he's from Denmark. Okay. Uh, he was stationed in LA for a bit, and then. Uh, during the pandemic went back to Denmark but he played everything okay he uh, has another group where he hired his drummer to uh -huh. do the drums yep but everything he did guitars bass everything that guy's a fucking legend okay um, how did you hook up with him so when I first got signed with Black Box uh, we went through a couple trial periods of me going to different places Nashville LA writing with different people I had never really done like the co-write thing before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Besides being in a band, but that's very different than co-writing. Sure, in a room. sure, of course. Um, so 
yeah, we tested that out, and then on my third trip, I met him, and then we wrote the EP. Okay. And that was it. And then, and then wow. we, so then we, it was very collaborative the way we wrote everything. Um, he, we'd be in the room together, like I said, in the studio, 11 hours. We literally would just do that, uh-huh. drive ourselves crazy. Um, but it was so collaborative in the sense, like, I would sing riffs, and then he'd play it. Okay. And then, and then he would kind of riff off what I was singing, and it was just, like, so much like that. And then when it got time to record, we went to New Monkey Studio in Van Nuys in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, Greg Cortez was the engineer, and amazing they've got just like a full room of like old vintage amps oh yeah like it would be like the first day was just tone day and it would just be like just like the most fun you could have yeah so how did you get signed to black box where how did that happen that was a bit of a thing um i so there's another band the glorious sons on black box um i i met the lead singer through my old band okay and we we were gonna play a song together at the it's it's a funny story i was working at a a music venue Uh in kitchener and they were playing and he and he knew me from my old folk band he goes jill you want to you want to sing one of these songs with me when i know you're working there do you want to sing i was like fuck yeah so I, i started going up to kingston practicing with them and we made a couple videos of us practicing, and my now manager saw that. Okay. And it blew up on their socials. It got like over 100,000 views in less than a day. And they're wow. like, what the fuck? Like, this doesn't really happen. So he's like, who is this? Um, so we had a couple meetings. Uh, nothing happened for like a year. Uh-huh. I thought it was my break. Nothing fucking happened. I went back to working my fucking jobs and doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then again, it was just kind of this like, cat and mouse thing where it went back and forth for a while and then eventually I sent him like over 500 songs that I had been working on. The you first, sent him 500 songs? I did. So the first and time... He didn't, he didn't like block you? So this, is, so this is the thing. The first time I sent songs, I sent five. Because I was like, these are my best songs. I was very naive and I was just like, these are the ones. And then I didn't hear from him for a year. So then the next time he asked for songs, I was like, okay, motherfucker, you want songs? I'm going to categorize these in years and months, and you're going to get everything I've worked on in the past year. Wow. So I sent that, and he was like, let's have a meeting. <laughs> and then he's like, all right. Did you realize that she was so obsessive-compulsive? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Since the seventh grade. <laughs> you're like, this yeah. girl's going to go. Yeah. And as for a guitarist, who were you listening to? Who, as a guitar player? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. David Gilmore, I think, was the the first guy that I, I've ever like tried to learn licks from right uh-huh. everyone you know you always try to cop licks from somebody hence the Pink Floyd shirt in exactly yeah. I mean that's the yeah, first yeah, crush yeah, no? yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> truly it was him crush. yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, the thing about him is just I mean you know you don't have to shred to like oh, make, yeah. like any any song any solo he plays I can hum out in my head and like it's memorable and that that is what is like that's what a, a guitar solo is to me it's sure. right? something that really can make your hair stand up and oh, you know, yeah. give you chills yeah yeah Absolutely. so he, he's the guy for me and then there's like then it slid into like you know I'm a huge Derek trucks fan uh-huh. and then I mean you know there's a lot of other genres too uh, Tony Iommi obviously oh yeah and uh you know, especially being left-handed too, and I'm like, I have to get an S. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> so all the left-handed yeah. guitar players, you're, you're <laughs> there's part of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he was the guy. Yeah. Just Excellent. Are you today? Were you playing um, backline? All backline? 
uh, backline amps, so I had a JCM 800 I was using. Yeah, and yeah. I was just, just like, you know, it can go, it can go two ways and get shrill, or it can, you know, oh, yeah, you yeah. can get that you mid right. Know. Yeah. And are you used to? Are you used to playing backline, or are you? Uh, he, late was well, because of pandemic. Yes, I mean, no. yeah. <laughs> lately, so lately, I've been um, like, I, I currently use a Sur Badger 35. Okay. And yeah. uh, right now, I've been switching out speakers. So, um, so I have two single twelves with uh, two warehouse. Uh, one's a Veteran 30 speaker, mm-hmm. and the other one's a Warehouse uh, Invader. So it's like one real dark sound. The other ones that got a little more bite to it. Sure. But um, I just picked up two V30s, and I'm like, you know, for, for that mid cut, let's go through. And <laughs> have you talked to Sure Guitars? Like, have you? No, no, no I know. Why not? Ah, not yet. You I, gotta I, reach I, out. Yeah, right? I, a couple more gigs under the belt first. Yeah. Right? We're just getting back into You're it. You're on the freaking main stage at, at Bottle Rock. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. So calling them more after a couple drinks, we'll talk. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, and the, as far as your guitars, what? So my my Les main Paul? guitar is it's it's a homemade Les Paul. It's one of those solo kits. You oh know, wow! Two fifty nine. Yeah. You grab that. You made, when did you make that? I, I remember you were telling me you were getting that mail. Well, I was sca- like, what the what? And I was I so love scared it. to bring my SG because I, I the other one I have is a nineteen eighty eight left handed SG standard, uh-huh. right? And I mean it's vintage, <laughs> almost maybe give it 10, 20 more years. But uh, to bring it on a plane with a Gibson neck scared the hell. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Um, so I ended up buying these two solo kits. I have a Telecaster and uh, uh, this Les Paul with a nice flame maple top. Sure. And all I did, I just bare knuckle pickups. That's that was my big thing. Yeah. Throw some Grover tuning heads and some bare knuckles on it. And... Is it bolt on neck or is it a? Uh, not not the Les Paul. No, it's no. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn, you did that by yourself. Uh, yeah. Well, I had some help with it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a tech. Yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. Ryan? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan <laughs> Allen. Big shout out to that guy. That guy. Uh, him him and uh, a gentleman named Sean Kelly. Who, uh, you know, Lucky Peterson is as a uh, old blues musician just passed away. But uh, yeah. Sean Calvin was his guitar player for the last kind of a de- decade, and uh, he, you know, it's really good to have mentors in your life. Who oh, really, for sure. You know, hey, you've been touring the world, They've you've been traveling it, on a plane, know, yeah. like, what do I do? What's my what's my spot? Especially being left-handed, right? Because yeah. to find backline left-handed instruments is it's never fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, support yeah. somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Very good. And can you find backline? Like, does anybody have anything? You know, it does. Sometimes Gibson. Gibson's, Gibson's, Gibson's Gibson really been helped great. us out. Yeah. Uh, the, do, so do you, do you talk yeah. to Gibson? Do you, uh, Jill and her yeah. management does, and they they really helped me out. They got yeah. me a, a vintage hummingbird. Uh, I oh, mean, right the dream on. would be to get an endorsement one day. Oh yeah. And get a purple firebird. I think. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> or silver sparkle. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. They've been so supportive. Like even I was out okay. in LA the past like six weeks. Yeah. They just let me pick up a guitar. Oh, that right like, on. Sure. Bring What'd it back when you come back. It was the... Oh, my God. What was it? J45. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, J45. Right and the, the rest of the guys in your band, how did you guys come up with them? Or did you did you hand-select them? Or are they all yeah. friends from high school? Or? Yeah, so uh, the other guitar player is my cousin. Oh. So <laughs> We've been playing music. We, we've both had our own stuff over the years and played music together during that uh-huh. um, and then Steve who is on the bass uh, synth bass yeah. keys yeah. I've known him for about five years through local musicians and then uh-huh. the newest member is Mitch who's on drums Okay. and that was the only one that was really through like auditioning process Okay. but it was like it was a no brainer it was like I had a bunch of guys that had been a little bit more seasoned um, and then he was straight out of school uh-huh. I was like do I take the chance on the younger guy that hasn't really toured much yeah. 
but I'm so glad I did because his technique, his attitude, and everything about him is just so positive. Yeah. And yeah, just I I couldn't yeah. I love the guy. And when, so, you, when you do your tour, are you guys going to be in a bus or are you going to be in a van? We're going to be in a bandwagon, <laughs> so a little mini tour bus. So, uh, like a Sprinter? Uh, no, so it's like it's got the full truck uh, cab, uh-huh. um, and then it's pulling the trailer, okay. like yeah. tour bus thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, previously, I bought my own my own van it's a Chevy Express 12 seater drive myself thank you very much <laughs> I took the I took the back seat out and put a cage in so that the gear would be safe yeah. to ceiling cage Good for windows you. everything um, so that has been our thing her name is Shirley Charm <laughs> and so that was the thing so this is the first tour going away from that where we got bunks and we're going to be driving through the night and all that and how do you deal with the fan blowing on your head all night long I mean I don't know yet <laughs> we'll see you need to turn it off, but you got to figure out how, yeah. to, how to make the smells go away ball. without the... Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah, no, I don't think that's true. I saw the people out there. Yeah. Um, and a new album? Anything? Are you recording or what's going on? Not recording yet, but I've been here for five... I've been here for six weeks in L.A. Uh-huh. Um, writing the album. Okay. Are you the next really thing. inspired yes. here? Yes. 100%. It's been amazing. It's been like a... A bull in a china shop. Same Just producer. fucking go. Uh, awesome. no. no. So this is the first time, and nothing against Frederick, but it, it's been three bodies of work. My first EP, my album, and my second EP. Uh-huh. Uh, where we did that all together. And potentially I would work with... Like, there's just no... There's no rules yet. Uh-huh. I don't know who I'm working with, what. I'm just kind of experimenting right now. I'm sure. writing new things. Um feeling very inspired about what I'm writing and I don't want to put it into any box of who's going to work on it yet I want okay. the songs to be Good there yep. speak for themselves and then I'll choose okay yep. so we'll see <laughs> but I would I would work with them again but we'll see <laughs> and, and JD is JD going to be playing on it fuck yeah okay right I need to wrap it up and, yep. But it was great talking to you guys. You too. I really appreciate you, you guys. Thank you rock. so much. Totally Absolutely. rock. Thanks. It's been an yeah. honor. Thanks for listening to Have Guitar Will Travel. You can catch up on all the things I'm doing at thedeadlies.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms as well. And please support Vintage Guitar and all the wonderful things they do because they do many, many wonderful things for us guitar players. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.